Today is Friday, June 9th, 2023. Donald Trump has been indicted. He will appear in court next week. Welcome to the end of the Republic. We'll be joined exclusively on the show by Trump attorney Alina Haba and Mike Davis, president of the Article 3 Project, two of the best guests you can possibly have on this topic. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We're going to talk a lot about Mar-a-Lago on this show, and if you've ever gone to Mar-a-Lago, you'll see a lot of gold. The reason why there's a lot of gold at Mar-a-Lago is because gold is intrinsically valuable. Donald Trump has always surrounded himself with gold. Donald Trump, we're going to be talking a lot about him, his properties, but these properties are ensconced in gold, and there's a reason for that. Gold always has the appearance and the principle of value, ladies and gentlemen. When you see gold, you go, ah, that's valuable. There's something value. There's some value in that. It's in human nature. It's why gold was delivered to the Christ child, for instance, as a gift. And it is why you should consider, as your government collapses into totalitarianism, to invest and diversify your investments in a little something other than the American fiat currency. Go to my friends at Allegiance Gold. My friends at Allegiance Gold can help protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver. If you prefer, you can have it delivered directly to your door and you can hold it in your hot little hands. Get up to $5,000 in free silver and a qualifying purchase with protectwithbenny.com. Protectwithbenny.com. Go there today. Don't let the Fed and Joe Biden play Monopoly money with your savings. Donald Trump has been indicted. Welcome to the end of the republic. We now join the countries in the ash heap of history, the South American dictatorships, Soviet Union, uh, Mao's China, the Communist Party of China. We have no more. No more. It's done. Done. We have no more moral authority in this nation to go around the world moralizing, telling people how much better our system is than them. Nothing. We invited, we invaded Iraq for nothing. Lives lost fighting fascism over the last hundred years in Europe for nothing. There is nothing that separates us any longer. The weaponized, radicalized Department of Justice, my God, it hurts the brain and it should hurt your soul. to properly process and digest what we're going through right now as a country. We have no more moral authority. What's the difference between Saddam Hussein and Joe Biden? What is it? What is it? Oh, I can find more similarities actually between the two of them. There's no justice. There is no independence. Uh, crackhead, coked up, drug addict kids running all over the country, acting like princes. No prosecution for them. By the way, no prosecution for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I recall somebody who actually mishandled government documents, who kept him in a water closet on an unsecure server that was hacked by our enemies. That not, not maybe was, guaranteed was. You want to talk about espionage? How about we talk about Joe Biden in a $5 million bribery scandal that burst forth onto the National consciousness yesterday, we had Lauren Boebert breaking news on our show yesterday, talking about it. We're not going to talk about that anymore because those, those are wasted. Those are spent, that's spent ammunition firing into the blackness because these people, they calculated the time when Joe Biden's crimes would be made public, when they could no longer hold back the dam. And then they went after Trump on the exact same day. These villains, oh, the damage that this weaponized, politicized DOJ has done to this country, the meddling in elections, the overt political prosecutions, what you have done to this American experiment, we're not America anymore. America's done. 
We're not America anymore. We could bring it back. You could try. The only way that this stops is you put heads on pikes. That's the only way. You go back and forth. I remember the night of Donald Trump's election, I was there in Manhattan and I stood there and I watched the man come down at 2 a.m. and give his speech as the president of the United, president-elect of the United States for the first time. I was there, I was physically there. It was like a spiritual experience. I came home the next day and I sat with my wife and I was like decompressing from it all. And I said, the pendulum is going to snap. I predict, like the left is so angry, the pendulum is gonna, the pendulum has swung in our direction. When it swings back, it will snap. They'll break it so that there's never a pendulum ever again. And I predicted that on election night, 2016, the day after election night, 2016, I was physically there inside of the New York, Manhattan, Hilton, where Donald Trump held his, uh, in a very small room because Donald Trump wasn't planning on winning. He says so, Melania said so, all of his advisors said so, but they did. And that is what started this process. They can never allow that to happen again. So instead of leaving it up to chance, they're going scorched earth. We talked about that this week. This is the salt the earth, salt the MAGA earth campaign. Steve Bannon in jail, Mark Meadows pleading guilty, Donald Trump in prison. That's the ultimate goal here. It's good to zoom out and say, what's the actual strategy? The strategy is eradicate MAGA entirely. That's been the strategy since January 6th. It's been the strategy since Donald, since the best days of Donald Trump's administration. And we should get wise to it. Trump indicted on seven charges, including violation of the Espionage Act. Wow. You know, espionage sounds like selling American policy to Ukraine for $5 million. But lo and behold, Donald Trump, Espionage Act. Huh, curious that. Angrily proclaims he is innocent. He's headed to a Miami courthouse next Tuesday. It remains to be seen whether we'll go to Miami. We probably will. We'll see. Next Tuesday is going to be quite a day in Miami. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, here's a summary of what they have charged Donald Trump with. Former president of the United States charged seven counts at least is our understanding, although we have not seen the document. The former president indicted on charges we are understanding, at least according to some sources, of obstruction of justice false statements. He has now been ordered to appear in a Miami courtroom on Tuesday at 3 p.m. At that point, he is expected to be officially arrested, booked, processed, and then appear before a judge, at which point the former president is expected to enter a not guilty plea or a representative of him will do that for the judge. So here we go again. Oh, she, here we go again. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump, let's let him speak in his own words, shall we? Page one, the corrupt Biden administration has informed my attorneys that I have been indicted over the boxes hoax. Joe Biden has over eight, uh, over nearly 2000 boxes at the University of Delaware, additional boxes in Chinatown, D.C., even more boxes at the University of Pennsylvania, documents strewn all over his garage floor where he parks a Corvette, fact check true, which are secured only by a garage door and paper that is paper thin. And open much of the time, Donald Trump says. <laughs> Classic. He's he's still entertaining, even in this these times. It's a, a real superpower. I've been summoned to appear in federal courthouse in Miami. Now, this is what I find very interesting, is this is going to be take place in Florida. You're gonna get a bunch of Cubans in Miami. They're based Cubans in Miami. 
that are going – and this is why we could probably have to go to Miami next week. There are base Cubans in Miami that know Fidel Castro. They physically know Fidel Castro. They know this. They're aware. They see these tactics. They've experienced this. Anybody who's lived in Eastern Europe, anybody who's lived in South America have experienced this. They're going to be repulsed at this. I believe it will backfire. I've never thought it will be. It would be possible to see such a thing happen to the president of the United States, who received far more votes than any sitting president in history, current, is currently leading by far of uh, uh, both candidates. I'm Democrat and Republican in the polls for 2024 election. I am an innocent man, Donald Trump says. And Donald Trump said so in a video. I am an innocent man, he posted. The Biden administration is corrupt. This is election interference, continuation of the greatest witch hunt in all time. Make America great again, Donald Trump in his own words. Very sadly, we're a nation in decline. And yet they go after a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country by far and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxes hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax and all of the others. This has been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. Uh, they had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out. No collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats. But this is what they do. This is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have Donald Trump there saying, wow, it sure would be nice for people to devote their energies instead of coming after me to devote them to, I don't know, fixing our border, our currency, our banks, our international position in the world. No country will respect us with these political persecutions. In fact, even the most wild-eyed radical leftists don't respect our country any longer. The people who voted for Joe Biden, the people who like Joe Biden are starting to break, bend, and snap. This clip is astonishing from News Nation. You might not have ever heard of them, but I'm actually pretty uh, amazed that News Nation has done really great reporting. Uh, they're they're a, a startup cable news uh, company they're growing in viewership. They're trying to essentially be like CNN of the 90s and just present both sides. And there was a guy named Stephen A. Smith. I just want to show you like a I just want to show you like a like a, a little snapshot into what this is doing to the like to the left here. Stephen A. Smith is not a logical man. He's not even the middle of the road leftist. I'll show you those people. He's like a wild eyed radical, a racialized radical. Stephen A. Smith is an ESPN commentator who is like uh, one of the most far lefties on CNN. He was on News Nation last night with Chris Cuomo, of course, not a Republican. And Chris Cuomo and him were having this conversation and my jaw hit the floor. And there's a lot of right wingers and a lot of like Republicans I'm going to show you on the show. And we're going to have we're going to welcome Trump's attorney. We're going to welcome Mike Davis on the show. But I'm going to show you the view from the left. I'm going to start by showing you the view from the left to show you how extreme this has gotten. Check out Stephen A. Smith. Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Joe Biden supporter on TV last night being like, my God. So you're telling me that the only way that they can beat Trump is to put him in jail? That is wild. Watch. 
Biden wasn't that popular of a candidate, at least mm-hmm. before the primaries in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, up until that point, he wasn't even in the game as Fair far point. as a lot of people were concerned. And so because of that, when you look at it from that perspective, Chris, what it comes down to is you're going to have people sitting up there on his side and saying they can't beat him legitimately. And it's going to add right. it's going to it's going to add momentum to his argument that they're exhausting themselves with doing everything they can to prevent him from being the Republican nominee because they can't beat him. Yeah. That's what they're going to say. Well, no that's matter his what case. Because they can't beat him. They'll do anything to stop him from being the Republican nominee. So let's go ahead and check in on that Republican field running against Donald Trump. What have people been saying to their great credit or shame? Ron DeSantis, the weaponization of federal law enforcement represents a mortal threat to free society. We have for years witnessed an uneven application of law depending upon political affiliation. Why so zealous in pursuing Trump, yet so passive in Hillary or Hunter? who both, by the way, have oogled classified documents and mishandled classified documents. The DeSantis administration will bring accountability to the DOJ, excise political bias, and end weaponization once and for all. This is getting um, good engagement. 8,000 retweets. So strong statement there, naming Trump. The strongest statement of the night came from Vivek Ronswamy, who is also running uh, as Republican for president. We can't have a two-tier system of justice, one for Trump, one for Biden, one for Assange, one for Manning, one for BLM Antifa, one for peaceful protesters on January 6th. This is an affront to every citizen. We cannot devolve into a banana republic where the party in power uses police force to arrest its political opponents. Hypocritical for the DOJ to selectively persecute Trump and not Biden. There are also serious legal questions about the president's power to declassify documents and the potential legality over overclassification. That's for the course to decide. We, the people, decide on who governs the nation. It would be much easier for me to win this election if Trump weren't in a race. But I stand for principle over politics. I commit to pardon Trump promptly and restore the rule of law in this country. So he brings up two great points there. Him and DeSantis both echo two very important points. And it's something that we must pause for just a moment on this busy show to uh, talk about. This is the weaponization of a specific classification regime that has overclassified everything and that run the rules here. So the rules of classification are handled by the super state in Washington. It is its greatest weapon. They can't launch wars. They can't tax people, but they can use classification and who has their fingerprints on what documents to hurt you and to persecute you if they so choose, or to let you run free if you're Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, or Hunter Biden, and and the like. They, Barack Obama, for instance, or Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton kept classified documents in soft sock drawer. Barack Obama kept them in uh, a crate next to a McDonald's in Chicago. Joe Biden has them strewn all over his garage floors, Donald Trump says. He's right. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. They don't go after them because they're part of the regime. They'll use these little rules, these little process crimes to to shove Donald Trump into a wood chipper, into a meat grinder 
because they control the little details, the digits and the decimals inside of these little US codes. The little minutia, these little like tweaks in the law, you can, you can destroy anyone who's ever seen a classified document ever by doing this. It's, a, it's the assertion of control over the executive and over Congress. It's utterly unconstitutional. It's an abomination to our nation. And that is what Vivek and DeSantis, to their great credit, are going after here. Kevin McCarthy saying today is a dark day for the United States, unconscionable for a president to indict the leading candidate opposing him. Joe Biden kept classified documents for decades. I and every American believe in the rule of law. Stand with President Trump against this grave injustice. House Republicans will hold this blazon weaponization a power accountable. I stand with President Trump, says Byron Donalds. This is just going through some of the uh, some of the individuals. The uh, House Judiciary uh, is saying witch hunt, simple two-letter tweet, and Lauren Boebert saying, ladies and gentlemen, they released this Trump indictment tonight because the walls are closing in on Biden. We've seen the evidence. Lauren Boebert was on our show talking about that evidence yesterday. But we're not going to talk about it today. There is, ladies and gentlemen, just far too much going on here. And it's just lost. They, they, they timed this indictment because they knew the walls were collapsing in on Joe Biden. That's exactly what happened. That is what uh, Jim Trusty, who is Donald Trump's lawyer, said uh, last night. This is the attorney that will be representing Donald Trump in this case in Miami. I am very uh, enlivened that this will take place in Miami. Thank God. Jim Trusty, let's go. Well, we don't have the actual indictment yet. I suppose they'll give that to us at some point between now and Tuesday afternoon. Maybe they're too embarrassed to give it to us early. I don't know. But uh, it's a combination of theoretical charges. Again, we just have a summary. We don't have the indictment in front of us, but it looks like uh, the Espionage Act, which is kind of laughable on its face, um, several types of obstruction and conspiracy and then false statements. So they're kind of throwing everything in the kitchen sink up on the wall in, a, in an investigation that even in just recent days, we have brought to light criminal obstruction behavior by the investigators. You know, it's a, it's an amazing moment, Laura. I have not built a career attacking DOJ. I was a prosecutor for 27 years. I spent 17 years there. Loved it. But this is outrageous that they actually have prosecutors who literally, among other things, and we've categorized a, a number of abuses, literally told an attorney that he probably won't get his judgeship if he doesn't flip his guy against the president. You know, you don't have to be a, a lawyer to recognize there's something really wrong with that. One of their main investigators, one of their main prosecutors, I should say, said that in front of five others who kind of looked down at their shoes and didn't say anything, basically committing a federal crime at the Department of Justice to try to, to bring home cooperation from who they viewed as an important witness. So that's Donald Trump's uh, attorney saying that there is obstruction of justice going on within the Justice Department. They are acting as a criminal organization. You know that. They're trying to make Donald Trump a criminal. Jonathan Turley, one of our favorite political commentators, is saying that Donald Trump should absolutely run on pardoning himself. But as with many of these cases, Jesse, it comes down to timing. They don't have a lot of runway before the presidential election. Uh, and the court's going to be in a tough position uh, how to deal with this criminal case when you have the leading candidate for president who wants to be campaigning. Then there's the final issue here, which is going to get really wicked. And that is, 
Trump could run on pardoning himself. You know, for people that feel that this is biased, that this is part of a pattern, he could turn this on his opponents and actually run on his right to pardon himself. So if he's elected, even if he's convicted, he could pardon himself or he can do so before a trial occurs. Yeah, the good old pocket pardon. So Fox is hearing that it involves obstruction and. Uh... So, uh. Well, I mean, you're actually going to have no other choice. The federal government pushed forward with this, and so they've left Donald Trump no other choice. It'll have to be a campaign issue, pardoning Trump. That will now have to be a campaign issue. It's already been a campaign issue, pardoning J6ers. One of the people who have joined our show this week to discuss these issues, even though we talked a lot more about Biden, because I believe that we need to pressure Biden. That's the goal. The goal of all this is to psyop us. That's it. You're living through the greatest, largest PSYOP in human history, this side of COVID. The greatest goal here is to PSYOP us. Don't pay attention to Joe Biden. None of that's real. Look, Donald Trump's the real criminal. The person who was on talking about that with us this week is legendary attorney Alan Dershowitz, who was hot under the collar last night. I don't think we should be criminalizing these decisions to take either accidentally or deliberately material home. I believe that every single president in my lifetime, every single president has taken some classified material with him. And remember, a president doesn't have to cooperate with people he believes are trying to get him. You have to show that he crossed the line into criminal obstruction, that defendants are entitled to be tough and to play hardball and to say, look, I'm not cooperating. I'm pleading the fifth. I'm pleading the fourth. I'm pleading the sixth. I'm getting tough lawyers. We're going to fight this. You don't have to be uh, Joe Biden and roll over and cooperate with the government. It is no crime to be tough and to resist. You have to show that there was a corrupt motive. And if President Trump believes he had declassified the material before he left the White House, then he had no obligation to turn them over to the archives. So I I agree with Greg. This is a civil case that should have been resolved civilly. And this better pass a very high standard if we're going to accept the administration going after people who are running against them. You know how serious that is? Yeah, it's really serious. In fact, Mark Levin says that it is the real insurrection. Take in this case. And he's undermining the country. And he's interfering with a presidential election. And let me be clear, as Jared said, the Attorney General of the United States made this final decision. This is not the independent counsel statute. This is a special counsel appointed by the Attorney General under a Department of Justice regulation. This Attorney General, who pretends he's Helen Keller, he made the decision to indict the former president And they made the decision to interfere in this election. You want to talk about an insurrection? This is an insurrection. Man, Mark Levin is so good in these moments. Thank God for giving us Mark Levin. Pete Hegseth on Fox arguing that everyone should be in Miami next week, echoing Charlie Kirk, saying that all GOP candidates should show a unified face and head to Miami next week and to call out this weaponization of our Justice Department, the insane radicals running Biden, Biden's regime right now. Remember Biden? 
campaigning on return to normalcy, everything will be normal when I get into office. Nothing bad will happen. We'll all go back to like not having the government being an interfering force in our lives. What a con artist. What a scam. What a villain. Watch. But as it pertains to the Republican primary, Republicans will rally around Donald Trump. I think every single Republican nominee should be down in Miami on Tuesday night, standing behind, standing for justice in the country, saying, hey, I may be running for president. Mike Pence, Tim Scott, Nikki Haley, whoever, Ron DeSantis. But this is injustice. This should not stand. Now, I don't think they have a chance now considering what Trump is up against. This will only strengthen him. But it's not about Trump. It's about our system. Man alive. Hey. Listen, Pete Hegseth going in hard on the paint. Pete Hegseth obviously endorsed Donald Trump. He's been a close friend of Donald Trump. What about people who don't endorse Donald Trump? What do they have to say? What about, like, let's say the mushy middle, independents, independent journalists? What are they saying? Well, what they're saying is that this is a farcical. You head on over to News Nation, Chris Cuomo, Democrat, defender of his brother, Democrat governor, hater of Donald Trump, Chris Cuomo, and Matt Taibbi, who's an independent journalist who no one can no one can impugn both of them saying, uh, hot damn, man, we live inside of a third world banana republic. Again, let's take let's take a vision into the the middle left. I'm not talking about the deep state left, like the MSNBC people. Like those are the deep state left owned and operated by the people bringing these charges against Donald Trump. I'm talking about like the real left, like this normal people, normal Democrats living in the street, uh, like going about their daily lives. This is an insight into them. And they're saying, my God, this president is a radical. This is extremist. This is dangerous. Watch. Uh, so these concerns, you know, everybody loves conspiracies these days. I'm not so sure that these investigations uh, aren't done in a way that winds up intentionally or unintentionally helping. Uh, the former president, to be honest, because every time there's a swing, it seems to expose the fact that they go after him with what seems to be at or below a level of anything that would be impressive to people reviewing the document. I think that to the majority, the optics are terrible. If you're swinging at somebody during an election and you don't have what we deem the goods. Now, what does that look like in this case? Do you think it comes down to, well, what are the documents he was keeping? Well, again, I mean, I think if you are a person who grew up in a third world country, you would recognize this kind of thing as something that happens um, in in a non entirely free society. So that's the optics of this are terrible. I mean, there's no way around it. Man, are you listening to that again? Not a Fox News clip again. Not Donald Trump supporters, Donald Trump haters saying this is going to backfire. This is what happens in third world countries. Nothing about this is impressive. Nothing about these charges are impressive. Oh, you're saying that Donald Trump doesn't have a right to his own documents? Well, I have a document for you, jackasses. Look at this document. Here's a document showing the declassification of all Crossfire Hurricane docs that Donald Trump signed. This is real. This is the act. I'm going to show this every single show. This is the actual presidential memorandum declassifying these docs. They will never be able to get rid of it. They'll never be able to reclassify them. A president did it. That's it. The end. Donald Trump had these documents, and that's what they're going after. This is effectively a pocket pardon. This is Donald Trump. The giant orange middle finger saying no. And that's what that's ultimately the issue here. The issue here is not any crime or criminality. The issue here is that Donald Trump was the giant orange middle finger. Cheeto dust, call it whatever you will. 
not like you're going to hurt Trump's feelings. He was sent to break up this regime. This is them enacting vengeance. This is the pendulum breaking. They were always going to get Trump. They were always going to come after him. They were always going to find something. They were going to manufacture something, which is exactly what they're doing here. The Espionage Act. The Espionage Act. No, ladies and gentlemen, we have a right to stand up against this. These are these are red lines in our country, and we got to have the energy to do it. I have the energy, ladies and gentlemen, every single morning because of my blackout coffee. I have it beside me on the show. It's all done. This it's empty. I drink my blackout coffee every single morning from my blackout coffee mug. The reason why is that I need the energy to cover this insane uh, abortion of justice by our ruling regime here, the collapse of America at hand. Do we have the fortitude to withstand what these goblins are doing, what these orcs are doing? Well, you got to have energy to fight. First off, you must put up a fight. If you can't put up a fight, you're already done. And so we bring the energy, ladies and gentlemen, with blackout coffee. I drink it every single morning. It has great taste, but it's also made by great people. The people who make blackout coffee love this country and they love this country so much. They brew their coffee here, right here in the state of Florida. In fact, their beans and roasting process, their customer support, their shipping. It's all incredible. And it all happens right here in the United States of America. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny, blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Use the coupon code Benny to get 20% off your first order and bring the energy like I do every single morning. Somebody who does bring the energy in his work is the great Mike Davis, our in-house attorney, a solid and consummate defender of Donald Trump and one of the greatest legal minds uh, currently working today in Washington, D.C. He joins the show now. Mike, thank you so much for being on the program for this uh, Trump indictment special. You've been predicting this since August. What's your take? Well, I mean, Garland's indicting Trump, and that's something that we've, we've known is going to happen since August, like you said, Ben, because President Trump declassified and took his personal copy of the Crossfire Hurricane presidential records, the Russian collusion hoax that blows the lid on uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign colluding with President Obama, Vice President Biden, the Attorney General, the FBI Director, James Comey, the CIA Director, to make up the Russian collusion hoax, Crossfire Hurricane investigation that hobbled the Trump presidency for three years because Hillary got caught with her, with her illegal home server as Secretary of State that was hacked by our worst enemies, containing our nation's most classified secrets. And maybe, just maybe, Russia got a copy of that before Hillary Clinton destroyed the evidence, obstructed justice in the face of a congressional subpoena. We also have very clear evidence now that Joe Biden, as vice president, took a $5 million foreign bribe from Burisma and threatened Ukraine's president that America would cut off a billion dollars in aid if the Ukrainian president did not fire this Ukrainian prosecutor. And remember Joe Biden bragging that he got it done in six hours. This prosecutor was looking at corruption by Burisma and the Bidens. So you have clear foreign bribery. And so instead of going after Biden for his foreign bribery scheme, instead of going after Biden for having his illegal classified documents, stolen classified documents, five stashes in several different locations, moved several times and even used potentially for Ukrainian funding. 
Garland is going to indict Trump. That's that's what this is all about. This is a deflection from Biden's own troubles. It is amazing how you watch sort of the uh, the mirror image of every time that Joe Biden is in a little bit of hot water, they bring a Trump indictment. Every single time there is a little bit of heat on the Bidens, boom, here's a, a, Donald Trump threw his toothpick away while jaywalking into the non-recycle bin, uh, Rikers Island. Yeah, I mean, they, they've done this consistently in 2016. Again, Hillary was caught in a foreign bribery scheme and committing espionage by having her stolen uh, records on her server and she destroyed them. So what did they do? They cooked up the Rush Russian collusion crossfire hurricane investigation on Donald Trump that hobbled his presidency. 2020, Joe Biden got caught with his corruption, his, his millions of dollars in foreign bribery schemes and other corruption. Every Biden, it seems, got money except for the four-year-old granddaughter who they don't claim. What did they do? They had the 51 intel goons write the letter when they caught when they got Hunter Biden's laptop at the New York Post, America's oldest newspaper. These 51 goons colluded with the CIA and said this was a Russian disinformation campaign. Now we have clear evidence that Biden had his own stolen classified records, that he was using them potentially to secure corrupt foreign funding. Do we think that Hunter Biden all of a sudden became a geopolitical expert? in Ukraine when he wrote the 22-point memo that Miranda Devine pointed out at the New York Post? No, he was clearly using classified information. They they catch him with classified information. They, they catch him with smoking gun evidence of a $5 million foreign bribery scheme. So what do they do? They indict Trump. This is part of lawfare by the left to take out Trump because they fear they cannot beat him in the, the election in 2024. We have Alvin Bragg in New York. Garland sent Matthew Colangelo, the number three official in the Justice Department, to go resuscitate a zombie case in New York against Trump that had been passed over by the prior Manhattan DA, the U.S. Attorney, the Federal Election Commission, and Alvin Bragg himself, and they indicted Trump in New York on bogus charges. Uh, Jack Smith is going to indict Trump on bogus charges, the bogus crime of a former president having his presidential records in the office of former president, which is allowed by the presidential election, uh, presidential records act and the bogus crime of obstruction. It is not legally possible for Trump to have invest or to obstructed investigations into the non-crime of having his presidential records. And the Garland justice department is ignoring two key precedents, a 2012 Obama judge ruling holding that President Clinton was allowed to take his presidential records, including putting eight years of highly classified recordings in his sock drawer. That was OK, but apparently it's not OK for President Trump to have his presidential records. There's also a 2019 opinion, legal opinion, that is binding on the Justice Department that says that if there is not a crime, it is generally not possible to legally charge someone for obstruction of justice into an, an into an investigation into a non-crime. Garland is going to ignore all of this when as they move forward with these charges. Here's the problem. You're going to have you're going to have the lower courts in DC or Florida 
or the DC circuit or even of the 11th circuit get duped into following the Espionage Act by the Biden Justice Department instead of the Presidential Records Act. This will have to get resolved by the Supreme Court. And I fear it may not get resolved until President Trump is put back into the White House in 2024 and the Supreme Court has to resolve it then. Yeah, you tweeted as much that President Trump may have to pardon himself. Uh, what, like, how, that, you, it seems like, you, one, charging Donald Trump for the Espionage Act is insane, an act that was created before World War One, before classification. There was no classification in our federal government when they created the Espionage Act. That That's what the act was about. It should be null and void now, and, and it just seems... It, it seems like no president will ever be able to do their job ever again if you bring espionage claims against a president because if he sits down with his kid or with his buddy and a, a slip of the tongue, suddenly, boom, there's prison for life. Well, no, presidents cannot be charged with espionage because they get to decide what's classified or not. A good example of that is President Obama getting caught on a hot mic telling the Russian puppet president to, uh, that he would have more negotiating room after his, after Obama's reelection and to go tell Vladimir, the real president, right? And so that would be clear espionage if anyone other than the president of the United States or someone authorized by the president of the United States said that. And it's not espionage for a former president to take his presidential records classified or not to the office of former president. That is allowed by the Presidential Records Act. If that were espionage for Trump to do that, then why didn't they charge Bill Clinton for having eight years, 79 tapes of highly classified audio recordings of his presidency, including highly classified discussions between President Clinton and foreign leaders. This is a bogus hit on Trump because he had classified crossfire hurricane documents that are so damning. And they're indicting now because Vice President, then Vice President Joe Biden took a $5 million foreign bribe from Ukraine, from Burisma and Ukraine and threatened to cut off a billion dollars in U.S. funding because a prosecutor was looking at Burisma and the Biden crime family. That is why they're doing this. Everything else is political BS smokescreen. Two quick questions for you, Mike, uh, it, and, and it, it boggles the mind, and I don't claim to be a particularly smart individual. Room temperature IQ over here, but man, even I can sort of figure out that real espionage would be giving political favors for money in Ukraine. Now, Lauren Boebert was on our show yesterday saying, uh, I've seen the document. I, I just read it. She came directly to our show from the skiff. She was still smoking. And she sat and she said, listen, the Bidens were paid $5 million in order to get Shokin fired, in order to get the prosecutor fired that was looking into Bursma. This is the this is what the document details. This scandal. And if you were to check the Biden activity reports, you can actually see the money come into his account. You can see the Ukrainian banks. Th this is the clearest case of espionage, the clearest case of selling out your home country for profit, which is the definition of espionage. Um that I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, the, the, and what's even worse, Ben, is the, the FBI has known this since 2017. Yeah. They had a whistleblower who had worked with them for 10 years and to whom they paid $200,000 for his whistleblower activities. The FBI had this evidence in 2017 and corrupt people within the FBI, probably the same people who ran Crossfire Hurricane on Trump and hid Hillary's uh, evidence of her pay-for-play bribery schemes at the Clinton Foundation, probably the same people uh, are the ones who covered up Biden's bribery 
scheme with uh, with Burisma and Ukraine. And l- l- listen, if these allegations end up being true, and it looks like they're true, otherwise, would the why would the FBI have this whistleblower on their payroll for two hundred thousand dollars over ten years? Where are these suspicious activity reports at the Department of Treasury? If this ends up being true, the House of Representatives cannot actually Joe Biden can't stay in office. If he if he has shown in the past that he is willing to take a foreign bribe in the one of the highest offices in the land and change American policy, he cannot stay on as president of the United States. And the House of Representatives needs to open immediately impeachment inquiries on both Chris Ray at the FBI along with Joe Biden, because we have this foreign corruption and we have the FBI covering up this foreign corruption for years and years and years. Final, you know, final question for you, and again, it is pertaining to Joe Biden and is pertaining to the special counsel that's looking into Joe Biden. Everyone's forgotten that Robert Herr is looking into Joe Biden in his own special counsel. Yet you don't hear a peep, not a squeak from a mouse about that investigation. Nothing. Yeah, I don't hear anything, nothing, even though Joe Biden had one, obviously no power to classify or declassify, had all of those documents illegally, as you have educated our audience that Donald Trump had his documents legally, the Presidential Record Act allows for this, and also had them inside of a secure facility. I've been to Mar-a-Lago. Dude, it was like walking into the green zone in Baghdad going to Mar-a-Lago. That, I mean, the layers of security, showing your passport, everything. This was one of the most secure places I've ever been in my life. It makes TSA look like child's play. And yeah, so, I mean, w- w- hold on. Like, Joe, nothing happens to Joe Biden? They're going to slow walk that? Where the, where the hell is anything on that? Yeah, so remember, Mar-a-Lago was used as President Trump's office when he was the president of the United States. It's obviously very secure. There's an office of the former president that's guarded by the Secret Service with secure secure facilities, federally funded staff with security clearances. It's very secure. These documents didn't leak for 18 months that Trump had him after he left office until Biden went to the biased magistrate judge and got the illegal home raid to steal these documents. Right. And so if you look at what is Rob Kerr doing, Rob Kerr is in no hurry by any means because uh, it's Garland who decides whether to charge or not charge here. These special counsels have to go to the attorney general to get permission to to charge. And so the fact that Jack Smith is moving forward with his indictment means that Merrick Garland approved it. And that uh, that Robert Herr is not moving forward with the indictment is because Merrick Garland is not demanding it. Right. And that's mm. the difference between the two is, mm. I mean, look. Rob Kerr was the U.S. attorney in Maryland. He's very tied into Rod Rosenstein. He's very tied in to uh, FBI Director Chris Ray. They're all part of the same deep state uniparty universe. There is no chance that Rob Kerr is going to recommend charges of President Biden, even though he should, because President Biden clearly committed espionage by having five sets of stolen classified records moved several times from uh, from when he was a vice former a vice that he stole when he was vice president that he stole when he was a senator they were unguarded for years years and the 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 president of the united states has the presidential records act with the office of former president funded by congress joe biden had these documents next to his corvette 
in his garage. He had him in an office where Hunter Biden gave a Chinese agent a key. This There's evidence that they used these documents to get Ukrainian funding. There, there is no reason that they that Joe that that uh, President Trump had a home raid and Garland's secretly for two months cooperated with Biden and let Biden's personal attorneys do searches for these records. They turned over four stashes before Garland's got caught and had to appoint special counsel Rob Herr. Rob Herr then sent in the FBI and found the fifth stash. So what did Biden and his attorneys represent after those first four stashes? Do they represent that they did a diligent search for, for these classified records and they turned over everything? If so, how is that not obstruction of justice, just like they're trying to claim Trump committed obstruction of justice for the affidavit? Trump can't commit obstruction of justice because he's allowed to have his records under the Presidential Records Act, so you can't obstruct investigations into non-crimes. Biden was absolutely not allowed to have his records. That is espionage. Why are there two different standards here? And it's very clear that Garland is protecting his boss, Biden, by going after Trump. Wow. What an, I mean, what an absolute flamethrower. I mean, final follow-up, just based on what you just said there. How much of this is Garland having piss in his Cheerios? being upset that he's not on the Supreme Court because of Donald Trump effectively and because of you in the Senate with Chuck Grassley and because of, I mean, I guess arguably the one thing I would absolutely tip my hat to Mitch McConnell for, which was standing firm on the Garland nomination. One, of course, they saved the country by not having uh, this lunatic on the Supreme Court. This guy's clearly demented. But also, Again, it does seem like he has a vendetta here. It seems like this is an axe to grind, pissing his Cheerios. He's upset and he's trying to extract vengeance here. A am I wrong? You know, when I first, when when Garland was first nominated by Biden, I thought, you know, okay, he's just an old former Obama. judge. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, when, when, when Biden nominated Garland to, to attorney general. Ah, uh, got it. After he lost, after he lost out his Supreme Court bid, I thought Garland's just this washed up judge. He's, he's going to go in and be the attorney general. He'll be a figurehead. He's not going to cause very many problems. He'll be fair. Boy, was I wrong. This guy is very hands-on. He works late into the evening. He micromanages the department. And I'll tell you, there have been a couple things that he, have do he has done that has just shown that this guy is a vicious, evil partisan. And it has to do with, with how he's let, he, he's sick the full force of the FBI after every grandma and goofball who trespassed into the Capitol and took selfies on January 6th. Yet he allows he yet he allows these illegal obstruction and intimidation campaigns outside of the homes of Supreme Court justices, even after the 1 a.m. assassination attempt against Justice Kavanaugh, his wife, Ashley, and their two teenage daughters. That is clearly obstruction of justice under the statutes to to do this but he gives them amnesty because he is angry at the he is angry he's not on the supreme court he's a partisan activist these justices had to go to safe houses right and merrick garland let this continue merrick garland's arrested pro-life christians praying outside of abortion clinics and yet he gave amnesty to these trans terrorists who are terrorizing Catholic churches, people who are firebombing Catholic churches, crisis pregnancy centers. It is sick what Garland has done at the uh, at the Justice Department. He has let 
that Justice Department become so so politicized and so weaponized across the board. It used to just be the national security components that were so politicized. It's the entire department. And that is on Merritt Garland's doorstep. And he should be impeached and removed from office, just like Chris Ray, just like Joe Biden. What they are doing is un-American. They have turned America into a third world Marxist hellhole as they've politicized and weaponized the justice system against Trump, Trump's top aides, Trump supporters, Supreme Court justices, uh, Supreme Court justices' families. And it's not just the conservative Supreme Court justices. They're even now going after the chief justice, not exactly a conservative fire breather. We, we, we look forward to and hasten and pray for the Mike Davis three-week reign of terror. May it, may it come ever so soon. <laughs> <laughs> we need it, Mike. You know, Ben, I will fire and indict as many people as I can in that three during that three week reign of terror before I get chased out of town. It will be epic. As you say, Ben, it will be glorious. So I, 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 I cannot wait. Glorious. On to glory. God bless you, Mike. Thank you. Godspeed. Keep fighting. We deeply appreciate your wisdom. Thank you, Ben. Hot damn. It is good to have friends in high and low places, and Mike Davis is in both, actually. It sucks to see what is happening to this country. I feel low because of it. But I know that there are good people, ultimately the best people in charge, and that there is still hope. It really becomes depressing to do news uh, in moments like this because, well, you sort of watch the place unfurl and it falls to you to like make sense of it all. Uh, I don't want to raise my kids in a third world hellhole dictatorship. This is what Marxist regimes do. This is what every evil regime has done throughout history to persecute their political opponents. And they need defenders. We need defenders right now as Americans. That is why I'm honored to be joined right now by Donald Trump's personal attorney, Alina Haba, who's just been spectacular through all of this, and she will give us an update from inside of Donald Trump's orbit with the indictment news breaking. Alina Hava joins the show now. Thank you, Alina. I know that uh, this is a very, very difficult and busy time for you, so we appreciate you taking the time to explain to our audience what an absolute obstruction and abortion of justice this entire process is. This does seem to, in and of itself, be, as Alan Dershowitz calls it, like the death knoll for justice in America. Can you give us the status on this case, on the status on what the lawyers talked about with the DOJ a couple of days ago when we saw them walking in and out of the DOJ? Uh, where are we here with the possible Trump indictment? Um, we have not obviously received anything as of yet and um, are, are hearing, frankly, through the leak machine, which is what they are, the exact information that you've been reporting and you know. Unfortunately, we don't have any inside baseball reporting or, or information because that would just be way too cooperative for the Department of Justice to do, right? Um, I am obviously uh, close to the president, but not on this case in particular. But 
Yeah, they, they went on Monday. I think the um, presentation was effectively to say how this is wrong, how the charges should not be brought. And uh, more importantly, to point out that there's been corruption within the DOJ that they're aware of through whistleblowers and other things, and that they really need to um, assess the damage that I think this would do to the country, right, if these charges are in fact brought. Um, especially given that so many other presidents and so many other people have done the exact same thing, but the unfair um, and imbalance that we see with Donald Trump needs to end. Yeah. So this particular section in the U.S. Code talks about people having access to Defense Department documents uh, when they're not uh, when they have they have no right to have the, that access, right? So, right? so that seems to imply that Hillary Clinton keeping State Department documents and Defense Department documents on a server that was hacked by our foreign adversaries, among many other people, including the guy delivering mm -hmm. Domino's pizza, that that probably also means that she is in violation of this, yet nothing happens. Biden, we know, has documents in Chinatown. We yes. know that there was a box found behind his car with sensitive information related to China and the CCP. And we know that that's exactly who Hunter Biden's allegedly now had bribery claims and all the rest and and and, and the president. And we've just heard numerous leaks and speculation about what's happened with that. But one thing we don't see, Benny, is this. Somehow they move incredibly quickly when it's election season. They move incredibly quickly when you're the leading GOP candidate. And if your last name's Trump, they move unfairly. Um, it, it's it's a really, really, it's going to be a very sad and scary time for our country if this is in fact uh, what, their, what their indictment will be. So you brought up Joe Biden. So I have to ask, it does seem like Joe Biden, if this is, if this is such a said crime, then there are... Uh, Absolutely no excuses for not bringing charges against Biden, who was never president, so he has no authority to classify or declassify, and then who had a uh, massive, demonstrable preponderance of documents, more than Donald Trump had, stashed in multiple different locations that weren't under Secret Service protection. No, that's the other thing. You brought it up. President Trump has Secret Service round-the-clock protection. He is in a gated home. Uh, he has the documents, uh, you know, from what we've heard, were stored, were inspected. They asked them to additionally lock them. They did. Um, and they were cooperative. Uh, what I don't understand, again, is how you could put things in a sock drawer. You could delete and bleach and whitewash computer emails that we now cannot recover. You can smash a phone and nobody says or does anything about it. It's complete injustice. I've seen it across the board representing President Trump. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of it, frankly, I can't even discuss. But if I could, uh, you know, obviously due to privilege, if I could, the American people would be very frightened. Uh, there is just a very scary thing happening in this country. And, and hopefully he wins and he cleans house. So going back to what they plan on potentially charging Donald Trump with. Yeah. And where it stands now, according to the Independent, they are talking about the Espionage Act, which is insane because mm -hmm. the Espionage Act was created before classification or declassification. It was created in World War One, before Truman actually created classification uh, material uh, for the presidency yeah. and for the Defense Department uh, to, to charge a president. Right. With an Espionage Act charge would effectively mean that you're going to that, that every president in the history of America uh, is guilty of, yeah. of espionage because How every about? president in the history of America has had a conversation with his wife 
about what's going on in the world. I'm sure. And, you know, there's obviously immunities to spousal spousal immunity and things like that. So let's talk about things that we actually know for a fact on the other side, which we now have proof of. We know that Jim Jordan and, and other members of Congress and, and have been very successful in finding out that the FBI, through whistleblowers and otherwise, had information that the Bidens were, in fact, getting bribed, bribed for information or, or for access, right? And we're still waiting on answers on that. But that is espionage. That is anti-American. That is something that hurts the American people in our country because we have faith in the political system, or at least we used to. I don't anymore. And, and presidents are supposed to hold the best interest of the American citizens, not themselves, not their pockets. Then you have President Trump, who declassified documents, went to Mar-a-Lago, had the documents, was working with NARA, let them in, let the FBI in, was cooperating, had his attorneys working with them, sent in a hundred million different people to the grand jury. But somehow that goes really quick. And Hunter Biden's laptop, nothing. Espionage is exactly what we have seen through the $5 million wiring of money from overseas for access to a president or vice president or his son. That's espionage. And and now that seems demonstrable. Uh, yesterday, we had Lauren Boeber on the show, fresh out of the skiff, saying right. this is everything that Donald Trump wanted to investigate Joe Biden for. This was mm -hmm. the sale of effectively American policy, uh, and it got the prosecutor fired inside of Ukraine, the one that Joe Biden brags about. Right. And so right. What, what, it, what it seems like, and we say this often on the show, is that they impeached Donald Trump for Joe Biden's crimes. Well, they're impeaching Donald Trump or they're they're indicting Donald Trump, so they say. And if they do, terrible. But if they indict him, let's not forget the timing of this. There's always some shiny ball with Donald Trump whenever things are hitting the fan with the Biden administration. So what's the timing right now? We have the forms being turned over by Ray, right? We have him being held in contempt not turning them over to everybody as he was supposed to, as the subpoena requested. There's issues there, so what should we do? Well, Jack Smith, who we know is a prosecutor that is running this on January 6th, is a big anti-Trumper. He's gonna say, oh, let's hurry up. Let's coordinate quickly with the Florida grand jury. Let's do what we need to do. Let's indict Trump again. Every single time they do this, Benny, every single time, it is such a coordinated dance with so many things that are happening on the left that they don't want you to look at. It is a coordinated dance, and it is a complete and utter despicable display of what's happened to our legal system. I, thought, I mean, it thought like it. Listen, I you know, you and I have had a fun working relationship. You're a very nice, happy person. You're very bubbly. You're like it's the same thing with me. I'm an optimist by yeah. heart and by nature, but this is blackpilling me. I gotta no, tell you, wrong. like this is. This is becoming, I mean, it really is leading me to believe that this isn't the same country. This isn't the country I thought it was. That no. I've, just, I've been lied to and the people who uh, are actually in charge of this country, th their names are never on the ballots because it's not really Joe Biden calling these shots, is it? Like there is a protection mechanism around this man. I've never seen anything like it before. How yeah. are you going to fight that? How are you going to fight that? How are you going to fight that system? What does the case look like in court? Uh, yeah. What are the next steps? Well, I think it would be in Florida. Um, I, 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 my, I would hope it would be in Florida. I think that gives us a little bit of a different uh, angle than, you know, my continuing litigation in New York, which, of course, New York is predominantly a Democratic state. Um, it's very difficult to get a fair trial or fair jury for Donald Trump uh, or fair judge, frankly, in New York, in the state of New York. So when and you can't pretend that bias doesn't exist. I mean, Trump 
you know, th this this insane anti-Trump mentality, um, this victimization kind of vibe that's happening with these woke kids and, and everything else we're seeing in the country. Somehow they align it with Republican morals and conservative uh, religious people, and we can't get people to see straight. So the one thing I see happening here is hopefully it'll be in Florida if this happens. Um, we should get a better shake of, of having a little bit more level-headed, although look what happened on my Hillary case with, you know, that judge down there. We, you know, was tossed immediately. He's Clinton appointee, so you never know. Um, but then we would have to go through a process. So in normal case as an attorney, right, Benny, if somebody gets indicted, if somebody gets wrongfully charged, you get to go through a process normally. You have discovery. You get that. You ask them to clarify the indictment like we did with D.A. Bragg. It was denied. They said, no, we're not giving you any more details, sorry. It's very strange, you know? And everything is fast-tracked. Fast-tracked because we have an election coming up in 2024. New York, I have three-year delays on some of my cases. But Donald Trump's cases go to trial within a year. So any normal rule, any normal attorney, and I've been practicing law almost 15 years, and any normal rule of law doesn't apply with Donald Trump. So I can't tell you what's going to happen, but I can tell you that if we don't get somebody fair and honest who really cares about their ethics, who really cares about their title and stands behind the bench and regulates this like a normal person and removes Donald Trump and any bias they have from that, he's going to get the same results he's been getting over and over again, no matter how good his lawyers are. Hmm. It's sad. And no matter how good the established case law is, you mentioned the sock drawer. Most people don't know about this, but Bill Clinton kept classified White House documents in his sock drawer and no one could ever get them because a judge ruled and it's never been challenged that Bill Clinton has a right to keep those documents. Hmm. I, right. Will you be? But not Donald be, Trump. Not Donald yeah. Trump. What was it, Obama or, or, or uh, I think it's Obama that has the warehouse next to McDonald's <laughs> in the parking lot. I mean, it's absurd. Don't tell Michelle. That's secure, but no. Secret Service and uh, security and being in a gated private residence and club where every member is vetted, doesn't have access even to certain parts of the club, that's not okay. But a warehouse next to McDonald's, sure, why not? No big deal. It doesn't make sense. Is this is this not about some, you know, some private conversation Bill Clinton was having, right? Because those are the tapes in his sock drawer or graft and corruption like the Bidens and the Clintons. Was this about Crossfire Hurricane? Is this about Russiagate? Is this about spying on Donald Trump? They needed those documents back and you Donald know, Trump declassified that. them? Declassified yeah, them and that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that, that there were documents related to um, Hillary Clinton among those documents. I've heard that. I have heard that rumor and that, that, that wouldn't, I wouldn't put anything uh, pass them. I hate to say that, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm very much in the weeds of all of this. Um, and I can't say that that couldn't be a possibility. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, what did happen at Mar-a-Lago? Again, you're very close with Trump. He loves you clearly. He trusts you with uh, some very, very important cases. <laughs> what, did, what did happen? I mean, what, like, give, give us the actual you know, because we've been fed lies. Everyone's been lied to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, look, I wasn't there. I was with him. Um, that's the truth. I was with him in New York when the raid happened. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there was cooperation and back and forth with NARA um, by the attorneys that are handling it prior to the raid. There was no there was no door slamming. There was access given. 
they had come out prior. They had seen, they had looked, they had asked for more um, locks. Uh, so that is what I do know. And during the raid, um, I know that there were no lawyers allowed to be with them. They asked them to step aside. I know that they, uh, there were a ton of agents on property and they were removing things and had full reign of the property without anybody else there. Um, they went in Melania's closet. They went in Barron's closet. They went in the president's bathroom. They went in his safe, which had nothing in it, is my understanding. Or I believe they took his passport at one point um, accidentally. Uh, accidentally. <laughs> you know, I mean, that is what happened. And um, the other part of what happened was what the president reacted like. And we just continued to work. And that was a really sad day for me as his friend to see that I could be sitting at Trump Tower um, with him, get news of the raid and know that there were just people in your private space, in your wife's space, in your son, your teenage son's space um, for something that, you know, a couple of weeks ago you had said, hey, come on in, take a look. You know, and there was no issue. And all of a sudden they're invading your energy and your space and your privacy. And he was stoic. He was not angry. People have this image of him that I just wish I could um, dilute to some extent. Does he get angry? Of course. But could you imagine being him? I mean, I'd be flipping tables like Teresa Judice. I'd be a psycho if I was under siege like him, you know, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he gets angry. He'll send a, a truth out. He'll tweet or whatever. But imagine what he's going through and he was in that moment well i'll never forget it. i think it was a tuesday he said well it's just another tuesday for me alina it's just another tuesday it's it's sad it's sad he's a human being and he's a decent human being who does a lot of good for this country and uh you know he's got a kid watching he's got a wife watching and they're just they don't care so to any, anyone else watching here what a lot of people have is their blood boiling. They're watching uh, the man who we chose to be president in 2016 uh, mm -hmm. have the entire weight of the state come down upon him uh, for the, the crime of effectively standing athwart them and saying, no, no more, uh, no more single party rule in this country, no more single uniparty rule in this country. And that was Donald Trump's greatest crime. And what people are wanting now is a little bit of retribution. And Donald Trump has said he's going to be the retribution candidate. Legally, is there any path forward for the reopening of an investigation to Hillary Clinton, her private email server now? I mean, are things now on the table that have been made available, tools in the tools chest for Republicans to go after Democrat corruption, given these I'm new standards? Unfortunately, no, because this, there's statute of limitations issues and things like that. So unless they find some hook of new information that they didn't know, such as the whistleblower on the bribery claim against the Bidens, that uh, $5 million wire, right? If they found out that out now, well, that opens the door and kind of pushes the statute of limitations and extends it. So things like that happen. And then your statute of limitations, once you're given new information, can open that door. Um, I believe that Comey said in Hillary Clinton, and this was famously reported back in the day, and I, 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 I'll never forget it. Um, yes, we saw wrongs. Yes, she did things wrong. But we are not going to allow this, to, this wrong to be treated effectively how they're treating Donald Trump. Why? Because it's Hillary Clinton. Comey literally said that said that, but we know he was involved in numerous other things that were corrupt and fake. And now he's going on MSDNC and saying, 
Trump can't come on. It's going to be retribution. No, you're just worried about yourself because God forbid Trump is president again for you. You're going down probably. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him. I'd be looking up and down. I'd be opening any door where the statute of limitations was still open. I'd be investigating Clinton. I'd be investigating Biden and Hunter. And I would actually make sure that we don't keep having hearings that are shown to the American people without any ending. There's never any finish. I want the finish. I want the bow on the on the present, you know, like, let's go. <laughs> so yes. I think he would help that. And I think they're nervous about that. And I think that's why they're coming down so hard on him. It's like a child who got caught with their hand in the cookie jar and they don't want dad to come back home because he's going to punish him. And yes. you know what? You can't do things that are illegal. You can't. Yes. This does seem roundly and totally illegal. We've read the Presidential Records Act. Donald Trump yeah. has every right to keep records from his presidency. Uh, all of this seems to smack of just pure politics. Can you give our viewers a little something uplifting at the end uh, of this commentary? Uh, yes. Where is the spirit of the president? Uh, where is the spirit of his you. legal team? Awesome. Honestly, I'm about to go see him once we're done with this show. He is the truest um warrior uh and 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 warrior but happy he is ha you know at in bedminster at his club living his life unfortunately this is the life he knows um and just know that he is still fighting there's not one part of him that's getting down on himself he doesn't feel sorry for himself something a lot of americans could learn from frankly um he gets up he goes to work he gets dressed he golfs he meets people, he has dinner tonight, and he will continue. And he's happy to be the person that will fight the hardest for the country. He clearly is, and he has to fight odds that nobody else does. So my uplifting message just to people that wonder if his, I know a lot of people really care and really feel like they feel for him, is that um, he truly is Benny, resilient, and he truly loves this country and, and is is living his life and 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 will fight this one just like he's fought everything else since 2015 and 16 when he announced and, and came down that golden escalator and he'll continue to do so he's okay so that's my message i really want people to know he's fine and he's going to be fine because this is all bs and we'll get to the bottom of it well it looks like you finally i, I saw the other quote tweet you couldn't find words uh it sounds like you finally find your, found your words bs for these charges. Yes. That's true. Yes. yes. Alina Haba, uh, personal attorney to Donald Trump, thank you so much for being on the program, for illuminating for us these charges. The Espionage Act, I cannot believe, I mean, I couldn't believe when I, th I thought it was a Babylon B headline. The Espionage Act. It's called Desperation, a good headline. Unfortunately, we care more in this country about good headlines than we do about being good people and following the rule of law. And if the country can get back on track, the headlines shouldn't matter anymore. That's exactly right. They shouldn't. Yeah. Godspeed. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, friends in high places, it is so wonderful to be able to, at the very least in these moments, bring you the best guests that we can to explain what is happening while the world is in a maelstrom while you can't even breathe the air in half the country, uh, it is important to get insight, clarity, and confidence. Alina Haba there saying, Donald Trump is like uplifted. He's strong, he's confident, and more Americans should be confident. More Americans should walk with their backs and necks upright 
and should say, no, no, no. The truths that bound this country together are far stronger than the evil that is trying to tear it apart. And it is because of that timeless empirical truth that we end every single show with a Bible verse. The verse of the day from Lamentations. Hmm, what a book. For a moment like this. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. Let that verse carry through into the weekend, knowing that justice will most likely not come in this life. I mean, that's just the reality. God says revenge is mine. Leave it to me. He says there's too many worries, too many worries right now in the world. Like let each day bring worries of their own. Have your confidence in the Lord. Take each day at a time. And certainly take this weekend to spend time with what really matters, which is not who's clinging to control of the levers of power at this particular temporal time, but who is actually in control, who actually has the power. And that's the Lord above. And in his name, in Jesus Christ's name, we say we have faith and we march on. Onward, Christian soldier. How do we structure our lives? We go God, family, country. We care about the places we live. We care about our families, who we live with and around. And we care mostly, the most important commandment, about our God. Ladies and gentlemen, walk upright into this weekend. Be blessed. It's your boy, Benny. And this is The Benny Show. See ya.